Huh? You know, it's muscle. Hey, y'all, y'all. Only in the bedroom with the girl every toss. Hey, y'all, y'all. What's Girl. going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this man is like a walking sampler. This man is a selector. This man is a producer. This man is a radio DJ. This man is a TV host, and he's so much more. You know, we have in the building today, we have Super Hype UPT in the building today. Uptown. What's going on, Big Security. Boss? Right now, I'm fully Canadian, uptown. Uptown. Oh, there. We need, know. we need one of those for Scarborough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're Scarborough. Yeah, Scarborough. Yeah. Yeah, uptown. Scarborough, uptown. Hey, see. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tell them Scarborough ladies to come and squeeze me. <laughs> What's going on, Soups? I'm good I'm yourself. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm not freezing. I'm chilling. Mm. If I was outside, I'd be freezing. Yeah. Right now, I'm chilling. You're chilling. Yeah. Because you're inside. You're <laughs> yeah. chilling. <laughs> Welcome I'm back vibes. to Toronto. You know what I mean? Yeah, enough respect, man. Um, You know, we love Toronto. And Toronto always show me love, bro. <laughs> and especially, you know, we have to big up the embassy. <laughs> Without them, yeah. we would not be here. And of course, the promoter is Maka Diamond too. Because Maka Diamond is the one who's always insisting that I, you know, I do the sky with her. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm really here. I did a show with Maka and I was like, yo, I need to do a little tour for myself. So I'm doing like a mini tour, you know, but I'm here. You're here. When was the last time you were in the city? Um, the last time I was here, um, you know, I'm I'm like one of them. You know, I stick to the evil that I know. Like, you know, last time I was here, I was at Destiny Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Same way. You know, if you wanted some bookings, people say call Destiny. You know the thing. Um, 2019, 2020, mm -hmm. I was here for a couple of months. Okay. You know, playing here and there. I, I went to even Winnipeg. I was all over, bro. Yeah. So, you know, I went yeah. to like the, the little Alaska part of Canada. I went to Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Up I north. there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not up, town, up north. Up north. Yeah. yeah, up there is like, wow, freezing. All right. Well, on this podcast, we like to go right from the beginning mm -hmm. and then bring it right up to 2023. So my first question for you is, where did you grow up in Jamaica and what type of child were you? Um, honestly, I, I grew up like, you know, uptown, but maybe in Ligani, you know, is all these years I've been singing about Cherry Garden and uptown and Jack's Hill and all over. You know, these are all the places that I frequented, mm -hmm. you know. As a, as a child, I frequent these places. Like, I went there, you know, even summer school. I was at Campion Summer School, you know. So maybe half of my friends, mm -hmm. it's, it's uptown. So, you know, that's where I grew up. That's where I, I come up with my little slang. That's, that was just my vibes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And what type of child were you growing up in Ligony at that time there? Um, I went to church. Mm -hmm. I was I was like, I played a drum in church. I was... Very active at church. I was on a choir. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I even, I was part of the young adult chorale also. Mm -hmm. So we went all over the place performing. So, you know, in the middle of all of these performances, here I was playing the drum. Mm -hmm. And if I wasn't singing, I was dropping a reggae beat or a, a, a nice Caracas beat <laughs> in the church. And, you know, people yeah. moving and they must say, yo, this is so nice. Mm -hmm. And they realize... I'm coming from the music. Like, you know, I love music, every kind of music. From that, and you could, as you said, you were playing drums back then also? Yes. Yeah. But not actually like the, -tum 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 -tum. Mm -hmm. you know, the, the Congo drum. Because uh, at church, I always like hearing the Congo drum. Mm -hmm. So eventually, my father and all, 
You know, he, he support my music a thousand percent. So he, he hears me. He's the type of person, he sees me singing on the choir. He's going to buy me a suit to wear to the performance. Mm. So he saw that I, I love the drum thing. He bought me a drum to go practice mm -hmm. and be a drummer. So that's how I end up playing the drum. <laughs> Conga you know? drum. So the music, are, it's coming from very far. Like mm -hmm. from when I was a young, young, you know, a little scholar. Coming up. And what did you think you were going to get into back then? Do you want to become a doctor? You want to get into music? Pilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All my life, growing up and doing high school, everything I would say I was going to be a pilot. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how I got here. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> why Why a pilot? What What was it about flying a plane that you like so much? Honestly, I intriguing. I, I am fascinated with the sky mm -hmm. and planes. Even now I watch YouTube videos about planes and, you know, stuff to do with the planes. Mm -hmm. But I never, ever fully pursued that part of my, you know, thing. I never, I went to computer school. Mm -hmm. I went to, I did information technology at UTech. You know, all okay. these things. Yeah, it was, it was all about computers to me once I reach a certain age. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, yo, it's computers. You know, I just wanted computers. So when was the first time you actually got hold of a computer to say this is something that you like, you wanted to start pursuing? Well, honestly, once I started learning how to build a PC from scratch. Okay. Here I was making a PC now mm -hmm. to do what I want to do. So at this time, I was very familiar with what was it? Acid yes. and sound forge. <laughs> so yeah. at this time now, I was just building a computer that could do these programs and the mixing and the remixing and all of the things effortlessly, mm -hmm. you know, without glitching and hitching. So and I knew how to make the fast computers and everything, you know. So I would just pursued it. And then um, after that, why the music just... Mm -hmm. It just take over. So what was the first thing musically? Because you said you were singing in church, <clears throat> you were playing the Congo drum. So then even when you're through high school now, did you start to DJ? What were you doing in high school towards music at that time? In high school, big up, um, what's the name? Jam One. Mm -hmm. Jam One now. Yes. Jam One was a song, you know, that used to run the street. Like mm -hmm. they had the CDs and the mixtapes. Like, even before CDs and mixtape, they had the cassette tape. Yeah. They were making the mixes on cassette. Mm -hmm. So it was live, done on the cassette. Then it was the cassettes were copied and copied and copied and copied and copied. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> so that's where I was coming from. My friend Adlai Richards, Big Up Yourself G. You see me? New England, over one in New York somewhere, that's my G. Mm -hmm. Yo, he's the one that say, yo, bro, you love this thing, I'm going to show you how to do it the real way. So he actually sat down with me and showed me bars, how to mix a song from the start, mm -hmm. where in the records to start, because it was from vinyl, you know. So that's where I learned, I started learning how to actually mix a tune. Okay. And then we, I started playing early for Jam One okay. and Adlai. So I'd like a song called Power Play, my giant song, you see me? And then I was playing early for them. So I was doing, once once I got a hold of being on the song or whatever, I polytricked the thing. 
so that the sound play at sports day, yeah. wherever I was at, at, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. So here I was playing early until I reached the level now where I could play in the hype segment. Like when, 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 when Adelaide juggle mm-hmm. and I mash up the place, I could be on the mic now, you know? And then when he ready, he give me the thing and I could mix a tune and, really, mm-hmm. and do my thing. So I saw me, that's saw me learning as I, as I, I look at you, you know, coming up in the game. And Jam One and those type mm-hmm. of songs. Eh? Till I was at Jam One making my own mixtapes. Okay. The cassettes. Mm-hmm. Until after that, no, I link up with ZJ Ice. At the time, he was called Friggy. Me and him link up at UTech. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we were doing like the little parties, parties at UTech. And then I link up with um, CD Ninja. I was always at Ninja. Yeah. So... Me and Fridge, you know, used to make the mixtapes for a ninja. Okay. So all of them cassettes and yeah. whatever, the CDs. That said CD Ninja. Yeah. That by this time he was doing CDs. Mm-hmm. We were doing the CDs, like we were actually making them for him with his effects, all his samples and all the he had all the records and all mm-hmm. the music. And he had everything set up. Like he had a whole DJ room. Something that never existed in Jamaica. Yeah. So we were always there because we were fascinated with all the things. So, you know, what we do now, we make the mixtapes for him. And then when when we got the free time, now we make our own mixtapes. You understand? Load the sampler with our things, mm-hmm. and we make our own mixtape. You understand? What was your DJ name back then? Me? Yeah. Honestly? <laughs> Security! Yo, bro. At, at that time, it was DJ Superman. Yeah. You see me? I used to wear an S on my chest, bro. Yeah, we used to wear the S for my chest, bro. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Like an S pendant. Mm-hmm. And like, when the girl them stopped me and say, yo, what that mean? I say, yo, super old. Yeah. Super dick. Like, you know, I used to I used to be like, yo, broadening with it. Yeah. The girl them say, yo, what that mean? I say, yo, you know the thing? <laughs> Long thing. Why, why do you, how did you even get the name DJ Superman in the first place? Honestly, I don't know. I was, as I like you with, mm-hmm. um, my friends used to call me Soups. Mm-hmm. Isn't me? Superman. Isn't me? And I used to wear a lot of them. Like I used to wear the Superman hat. I used to wear the T-shirts. Like every time, because as I look at youth, I used to go to Florida mm-hmm. and New York. Even Canada. Okay. Every summer, my parents would send me away. Like they like them want free time or something. They used yeah. to send me away every summer. So... Summer no, I did summer school at Campion and then you know you had a time when it's like one month at summer school and then the other month is like free time, we're gonna find mm-hmm. as I look at you growing up town, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I was in Canada, I was in New York, I was in Miami. You understand? That's how I spent my summer holidays. So you don't know, bro. What I mean I tell you, life your life back then, sweet. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I used to call me Superman now and I used to buy my little Superman things. My little hats and my little ray. Mm-hmm. So that's how I get the name. Till me start calling myself DJ Superman. Yeah. You understand now? So you Until I reach U Tech now. Mm-hmm. And then I got tired of the Superman thing. And I started hanging out with Rush and Master Lee. And we 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 was at honestly, first we was at ads. Cause every time I was getting the bookings, mm-hmm. Rush was getting the bookings too. So the same promoters was like, yo. 
we love Rush, we love Super. And they were calling me and say, yo, Super, how much you charge? And I'd, I'd say, this amount. And then they'd call Rush and say, yo, how much you get Black Talent? And he would say, yo, this amount. And then if I say 50, he'd say 49. <laughs> so, <laughs> you understand? Yeah. And when I'm coming back, I was like, yo, 47. You see me? So, eventually, we just had a meeting and we link up. And I was like, bro, why don't we just build a song and start just making money together? So, were you playing a song when you met Rush or you were just going as a DJ at that time there? Um, yeah, I was doing my thing. I, I was doing Essence. Because mm -hmm. you remember, we were doing Power Play mm -hmm. as a little youth. We switch up a thing and we go Essence. You see, we start a different sound and I was doing it with some other people. Mm -hmm. Carl, um, DJ Crush, um, a youth named Pusey. Mm -hmm. You see me? <laughs> we did a match up the road, man. Mm -hmm. Burn up the road. Essence with DJ Superman. Yeah. So it was almost so like you take it was basically almost Essence versus Black Talent because that's Rush over there with Black Talent. Yeah, but it wasn't really a versus thing. It was just... We're, we're, we're getting all the bookings everywhere. It's like all the people wanted both of us at the same time. You're, it was competitive. It was it was a, a vibe. Yes. Mm -hmm. But as you know, everybody is going to school at the time. We don't really have the money to be booking two and three and four DJs. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. let me get them get one nickel budget. They're like, yo, who are you going to book? Like, mm -hmm. yo, dog. Easy say it's like a debate mm -hmm. with the prices. So eventually, we just decided to be that sound and then we said, quarter I would say, and then I was like, yo, I'm tired of this Superman thing. Mm -hmm. But I still like the name Super. So, Master and Rush now come up with the name Super Hype. Mm -hmm. And then, yo, that shit, it, it just stuck on me. Yeah. Like, it stuck. Yeah. Everybody loved that name. You have that Super Hype personality. You just, you, you're like a ball of energy, always on the go, always yeah. moving. Energy! On. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> What was, what was the first voice that you discovered? What was the first sample that you put out there? Honestly, mm -hmm. it was the it was the Seaga voice. Mm -hmm. When I was in high school, people used to pay me. Like they used to crowd around me at school. I'm mm -hmm. like my, my Bridget, big up early man. <laughs> this guy, the one used to collect the money mm -hmm. from everybody. Like yo, pay up. Yo, pay him money. When him, when him don't collect a walk of money, he's like, yo, super. And, and, and then him tell everybody, like, he's like, shh. And everybody get quiet, you know. I'm just wait on the moment when the whole place is silent. I'm going to say, as former prime minister and leader of the... Yo, you see, when me roll out the device, the, the whole school <laughs> done, yeah. brother. Yeah. The school, ma yo, mash up, brother. So... This is how we used to make our little extra money now because everybody used to have to eat the school food. Mm -hmm. We we are all a lunch next door over Landval. Yeah. We are all a big lunch with fried chicken and rice and the little ketchup on the side and the red. You you're, hus you're hustling. Yeah, and then everybody are buying like a little one juice. We are all a case of bag yeah. juice for the whole team. Mm -hmm. You understand? So you would have raped me in high school because we are, we are doing it for a level. Is it? <laughs> so Siago was the first that was the first voice that was the first yeah. voice and then now uh, I was at my studio uh, one one day on Constant Spring mm -hmm. big up Tyson and um, my brother Marcos I was at my studio on Constant Spring these are these are the guys that used to part me every day and encourage me to do music mm -hmm. and big up um, yo rest in peace John P mm -hmm. oh my god we love you um, he, he used to be telling me, yo, super, don't give up on music. Make sure, it, yo, don't give up, bro. 
Don't my brother with no nine to five and a ray and bro, do the music, bro. You had you, bro, you had a modest thing. Like John P. Yeah. Yeah, big up yourself, dog. R.I.P. Is it me? Huh. Yeah, that you there? Till death. Him him is he's the one that really made me just <clears throat> press gas. Yeah. As a little youth. You understand? So where was I now? Marich, where would you reach out? The other voice, <laughs> the first one was Seattle. Second voice, mm-hmm. no, with a constant spring. And Black Chinese, Willie Chin. Mm-hmm. Black Chinese forward to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and Copper Shot. I'm going to just catch our vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, <laughs> my boy say, yo, give me Black Chinese story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, what? I'm going to say, this is an uptown story. My house are five story. Hey. Yo, the place mush, brother. Mm-hmm. And then me sing for cook. Up copper shot and say, Welcome to Narbrook. Straight fast food, me now cook. Mm-hmm. Yo, bro. Man, I had uptown, like, the place mash up, brother. Mm-hmm. Like, the place I shift from left to right. <laughs> Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, the place I mash up. Black China and Copper Shot, honestly, they're the ones that started my artist career. As an artist, okay. So yeah, then yeah, let's yeah, yeah. let's not go artist yet. That's why I say in the, the second voice. Yeah. The first one was Siago. And the what second, was your voice second voice was the old man voice. Yeah. And then then came the uptown voice for mm-hmm. true. It was the old man voice second mm-hmm. because I was doing the, the intros. Because honestly, I did boss in the intro early you now. You see like the jingles are made now? Yeah. UPT, uptown, security, this is it. Juggle. You ready? Hey, you see me one of the jingle them. Mm-hmm. Like before before even I was in a tune, the jingles, the, the intro thing that I already bust where I said like um we're talking about muscle head now. The ladies want to rub down muscle head. They want to rub every muscle and muscle head head. And they want to give him head. The ladies want to they want <laughs> You understand? That was the voice yeah. that bust now. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I was like, yo, the music game, you know, they accept me now, like the voice boss. Yeah. And then I found the, yo, Black Chiny, Uptown, UPT. You see, when I find the Uptown voice, yeah. me boss my father, gun dog. You see that? Yeah. Bro, the place done. So how did you even come up with the security and the Uptown? How did you because find that? I was doing a CD mm-hmm. called Free Fucking Radio. Mm-hmm. And on the CD you now, <laughs> me they come up with this thing, bro. Yo, me I bust my father gun dog. You see me? And these little things. Mm-hmm. And that's why it, it bust. Yeah. Like people just found it hilarious. And they're like, yo, this guy. You know, you know it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And doing the CD you now, I was doing the old man voice as the host for the radio. Mm-hmm. So he was Spark Kent. Like I was saying, so um, line one, hello. And then you know the uptown talks call. Yo, dog, me have a problem too, you know. You see me? <laughs> and then you may, maybe we get a girl to call you or get somebody else. Because you know me change my voice. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you know the thing. Yeah. We're crazy. That's why I said you're like a walk-in <laughs> sampler. You Basically. I mean? Even even when me I do my like a tune them, it's like, yo, auto tune, they're my voice, dog. Mm-hmm. But even know. <laughs> it's natural. Yes. You know what I mean? So even before we stray too far from the um, linking up now with Rush and Master Lee. So then, no, I was talking to Master Lee and Master Lee said, you're the one that actually named the song Code Red. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when we link up and we had a meeting, we didn't have a name for the song. We were just playing out as Supipe and DJ Rush. Mm -hmm. And Master Lee. Yeah. You understand? So people, they got familiar with Supipe and DJ Rush because we had a mush up the place, you know. Because mm -hmm. Rush have an energy to, you know. I know my energy crazy around the sun. Whether I may talk or I may mix. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, it's a ball of energy, as you said. Mm -hmm. So Rush Rush liked that. So Rush tap into that. And, you know, he was mixing more. He was making more remixes. He was trying to find more ways to mash up the party. Try, he was just trying to outdo himself at the time. Yeah. So we were, we were doing pretty well. And the colleges were booking us. We were going to the colleges. We were doing well, bro. Believe you me. Did you fly out with um, Code Red or you weren't around that long to start flying with them? No, we were flying, man. Yeah. We did, we did a couple of colleges, bro. That's what I was telling you. Mm -hmm. We did a couple of college parties and it was yeah. out of this world. Yeah, out of this world, man. I tell you, crazy. Mm -hmm. um, especially, let me, may I shout out Boston? Yo, Boston is crazy. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's what, so crazy? wild about Boston? Yeah, bro, what's that crazy, bro? Mm. Yo, crazy, dog. What was going on over there that was so crazy? Um, The people were there mm -hmm. at that college, they were so, they're, they're, they're open to every genre mm -hmm. of music. And that's what really made me enjoy that party. Because basically, if I said jump, and we start listening to some white people music. Them was with me. If I said to them, "All right, come, everybody, let's let's act white right now," I will go rock star. Everybody start following yeah. me and do the, the guitar thing, and everybody just go crazy. Mm. Then we say, "I got a feeling, yo, God know, mm. the place flatten." Then we say, "Yo, I'm gonna try soca. Mm -hmm. We just try with that one soca song. The place comes so it just flatten, and we just you know soca. We left this song in eighties. Everybody reach, reach to the, and the place I mash up saving me. I said, no, nah, rush. That crowd there, a joke this. Bastard. Go foot loose. When the man go foot loose, the place done. Mm -hmm. I said, no, sir. What kind of crowd is? Because it was young kids. It was people. Mm -hmm. It's young kids. They just came for the music, the energy, the vibe. Yes. So, you know, me as a DJ, I appreciate things like that. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I appreciate when I throw anything at you and we could party. You understand? Build that energy there. Yeah. So then now, even you as the uptown representative, when did you start going to the garrison to start playing? How was that now for an uptown youth to play in the garrison? I was going to the, the, <laughs> the ghettos and the garrison a long time. Like, mm -hmm. as an uptown youth, I had a love for music, especially the streets. Mm. I had a love for the streets and I had a love for dance hall. So... Even as I look at youth, I did those things that I sang about in my song. Mm -hmm. I did teeth out the car yeah. to go to parties. I did it. Yeah. I did teeth out the car. I did get in trouble. I did do those things. You understand? Mm -hmm. Me and my friends, we did teeth out other people's car. We did go to the dance hall parties that we weren't supposed to be at. I mean, as some liquor youths, mm -hmm. may I talk, one crow in all 15, 20 away with girl, man, everybody, we just did it. One crow, we stay saying, I dance, I drink all the crate, and Guinness, like we're big people. You understand mm -hmm. me? And you guys really ran away from uptown to go yeah, take to go in the dance. Yeah, to do those or? things. Like, mm -hmm. we, we wanted to, like, we wanted to go party different. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. We wanted to do that, bro. And then, um, even things like Pasa Pasa. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday, as I look at youth growing up, when I just get my license, bro, mm -hmm. 
every Wednesday. Downtown. Took all my friends mm -hmm. from halftime in New Kingston. Cause halftime was a pool joint. Mm -hmm. Cause as a little youth, I used to go to the pool joints. I used to I used to do the whole other little uptown thing. Mm -hmm. Play pool, smoke cigarette. Yeah. You know, cause cigarette was a fashion thing back in the day. Yeah. Till you get addicted and you want to smoke cigarette all the time. Mm -hmm. But me now, after a while I was like, yo, weed. You understand? Know High grade, straight. That's how I even came up with the idea of smoked out, the mix. Free mm -hmm. fucking radio. Because smoked out was a mix and then it, it does graduate into free fucking radio. But it was smoked out that was yeah. a mix, you know. You understand? Uh, this was from smoking the, all this high grade. <laughs> but yeah, mm -hmm. you understand? This was going to the dances and I used to carry everybody from halftime. Bam. All five, six, seven car load of people. Me and lead them to Passa Passa because yeah. not everybody know the way. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to know the way for reach down there, bro. Like, you have to know which way to drive. You don't know me carry everybody, big entourage. Now you know when we reach down there, the youth them rate me. Cause mm -hmm. you know everybody them park up all of my carry them together and we and we run a little thing and them I watch we carry them and we go to the party and we did it till morning. So as a little youth, you know, I just get my license, you know. At mm -hmm. them thing that me I do, you know, Wednesday night, you know. And I have work the next day, you know. Cause, cause believe it or not, you know, as soon as I finish school, you know, mm -hmm. even when I even when I do college and everything, I have a job, bro, I do the work. What were what were you doing? Salesman. Sales. Yeah, so as a little youth, when I left school, I was going to every parish, mm -hmm. every nook and every town and every crevice in Jamaica mm -hmm. selling preservatives. Okay. Because people, you know, all the bakeries, all the little shops in the country and all parts of Jamaica, they, when, when they make the bun or the bread or the, the, the cookies or whatever, they need preservatives so they could last yeah. more than a day or two or a week. The preservatives, you know, everybody need it. Mm -hmm. So... I was doing that. So big up commercial associates, cause them bust me. You understand when me yeah. I look at you, me have my car, me have my allowance every month when I get just for drive a car. Mm -hmm. You understand? And I'm getting paid based on the, the products that I'm selling. Mm -hmm. So I was making money as I look at you doing my salesman work. You understand? You seem like a born salesman. Like you could sell anything to anybody. Yeah, I was making money at commercial, mm -hmm. man. Cause I was doing my thing, man. Mm -hmm. You understand that? Yeah, I was doing my thing, man. Yeah. I was doing good. Crazy. You know? And I was driving to all those places. That's why even now, as a DJ, when I'm coming for a play in a certain bush in Jamaica, I mm -hmm. already know because I've been there. Mm -hmm. You get me? I've been everywhere. Like, I know the country. For real. Yeah. How long were you with Code Red for? And why did you decide to leave? I'm not sure how long I was. I don't remember, honestly, right now, my G. Mm -hmm. Tell you the truth. I'll be honest with you, I don't remember right now, but the reason why I left is, you know, honestly, I got like a little eye opener. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I could do this. Mm. Like, you know, after years of doing something, I was like, yo, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. I, you know, even though we're a team and thing, I was still just a member of the team. Yeah. I mean, I was one of the founding members, but I was still a member of the team, like just a member of the team. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do my own thing now because I have my own look at you with them now. What me want? I want both my own look at you with them now. Got I have you. my own artist. I have my own studio. I have my own, you know, I have my own label. I'm doing my own thing. So I'm like, yo, I need to branch off now. Mm -hmm. I need to step step up, you know? So honestly, that's, that's what, I just had some vision. Mm -hmm. And I just tap into that vision and it worked. Cause I literally like I was I was bigger in like a second. 
Mm-hmm. Like my first, the first date I went on, I made triple the money. Yeah. You understand me? The first date I went on. Was that when you left and then you built 007? No. Mm-hmm. At this time, I was just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And as a result of just doing my thing, I was doing a Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. And the people there were amazed because I was playing there from like 12 o'clock in the day. And the party. No, honestly, I, I was there from like 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the day. Mm-hmm. And 2 a.m., the party still are shut. And the place are mash up. Liquor said, like, whoa. The sealer. Can you know in Jamaica, anytime <laughs> something nice go on, so phone ring, something go on. You understand? Yeah. As I said, at the phone ring. Yeah. So here it is now. Some people, they recognize my talent. And they're like, yo, bro, you, you're not normal. Who want to spend some money with you? Where are you? Mm-hmm. So, big up Banks and Bobby. And them link me and them say, yo, where are you? I'm going to say, yo, bro, I'm ready. Like, let's do this. I want, them say, what you want to do in life? What you need? Mm-hmm. I said, boy, I want to do a studio. Yeah. I want, I want to do some things. I want to step up the game. Like, I want to do a real studio, a bigger studio than what I already do right now. And them say, all right, we'll help you. And I want to do a sound. Mm-hmm. And them say, yeah, man. This Bobby say, yo, it's a sound. Definitely a sound. Definitely want to do a sound. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, all right. I would just knock it. I would just build a thing. Studio, sound. Brr, brr. And it was ideas, 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 everything. And then there there it was, we had 007. 007. So even through all of this, when did you meet Busy Signal in all of this journey? When I was at Constant Spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was telling them about Constant Spring. Mm-hmm. Same, same, around the same. Well, honestly, when I met Busy, stop it, was when I was just doing my thing. I was going to Renaissance on a regular basis at one point. Okay. I was not playing Renaissance. I was just going there at the studio, chilling every day, voicing dubs. I was using the studio at times because I had my studio, but the artist mm-hmm. is not every artist called my studio. Mm-hmm. Not for the times artists they're at Renaissance, but they're not coming to my place. So mm-hmm. I want, I want, I want stuff. So I had to go to Renaissance and spend time. I had to go to different studios to to to, to get stuff to go to my studio and work on it. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, when I play my dubs, they sound like 45s. Yeah. You understand? I mix my dubs personally, myself. All of them. So, um, I was going to Renaissance and I noticed this artist under the tree every day. And he's always like sitting down. Yeah. And I'm like, what is he saying around there? What is he talking to himself? I mean, I wonder if he's mad. Yeah. You understand me? Honestly. And then one day, I just start. Getting closer to him, like every day, every day, I just start going closer to the tree for here, for try to hear him I say. Yeah. You understand me? And like one day, I finally get to hear everything that he's saying. Like, you know, I hear peace, peace every day, but today, like, I heard, it, I heard the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, dog, that's your the money stake. Yeah. Master dog, you're crazy with it, bro. And he's like, remember, I'm there for months, just so under the tree, you know. And everybody's like, yeah, man, I'm busy that man. I said, no. Bro, you're the modest thing on earth. Girl, come part me for a day. Mm-hmm. Just part me for a day. Yeah. And then part me for a day, like me and him in the studio at Renaissance. And then I said to him, yo, come part me for a day at my, my studio. Let's just hold a vibe. He said, all right, cool. We'll go to my studio for the day. Bro, all over. It done. From me, I'm busy start part of the whole place mashup. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So was this before Step Out or after Step Out? It was before. It was at it was at Priory mm-hmm. over tension, refined step out, over I sit in a Roland machine. Roland machine, I'm, I'm buy it from Karim or one of them. Mm-hmm. One big Roland machine. I mean, when I was a little youth, I didn't even have the money mm-hmm. to buy it. Them time I'm in the studio, you know, with over tension every day with a computer, you know. Come tell me, I could have built the computers. Yeah. So I had a computer over there. It did not even, the computer did not even have a back or a side. It was a skeleton with all the stuff in there. So every now and every minute, every now and again, we had to use a brush or a vacuum and we have cleaned it up because it was a color of dust because we didn't have anything to cover it. Yeah. We just, you understand me? It wasn't in a case. No. Mm-hmm. It was just a skeleton. You understand me? We just build that and have that and run. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And we're using the VS 1824, I believe that's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That at the time, I saved all my money and I bought it. And that's that's voice in busy in. That's where a phone step out. Like it's me and busy writing that song. And then um the song I went to a party and I mashed up the place and we start push the song and busy start on the whole place. And then I went away for like two weeks. By the time I come back, mm-hmm. busy sign agreement with Renaissance and Jazzy and Delano and put out the song and build over the rhythm with Equinox and all kind of things. Because Equinox is build the rhythm originally. Yeah. Okay, but, so the version that we hear step out is not the original one that not the original that, original, no, mm-hmm. they they did over the rhythm with Renaissance. Mm-hmm. So the first original original step out, yeah, I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. But Equinox never wanted to really they never really wanted to 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 to, to help me in that sense mm-hmm. or boss me like that. Them did want a piece of money. And Renaissance at the time you know, rich badness. Mm-hmm. And my friend them say me, you know, for life, you know. But at the time, they were the ones who had the food. So they were the ones who spent the money. But you don't know, these guys, they just did it behind, as soon as I fly out. Like, bro, busy and the whole of them, like, big meat in the car, and everybody just did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. It's like you're working on something for, like, 10 months. Mm-hmm. And then them just swooping, gone. And that was that. Artist development, you know what I mean, from yeah, time but, to time. Yeah, and I was, st- I still did the video mm-hmm. with Busy. I was still everything. If you even watch a video right now, I'm there in the video. Like Busy is my artist. Yeah, I would never sell out. I love Busy. Mm-hmm. You understand me? But at the time, it was supposed to be my production. But you don't know. I just music, brother. But that's how it goes. Cause I know you did a lot of work with um Kareem Stainless. You, yeah, you you voice a lot of right. Cause even one of my biggest fans. He never gave me a royalty mm-hmm. for Uptown Story. Dave Kelly. He took everything. What do you mean? He took everything. He took the whole royalty. I don't even think he could carry him. <laughs> I don't even think. <laughs> and, and Dave Kelly is a man who said me right. And I said, yo, Uptown. He love it. He love the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he remember. Because at the time, he was just being Dave Kelly. Mm-hmm. You know, but now, 10 years later, I meet me now. He's no, he's no super. You know, the whole vibe. We had everybody cool right now. Mm-hmm. You understand? But at the time, everybody was just being who they want to. Business. It's business. Yeah. Which is what I'm telling you at the time, which is why I didn't take hard feelings to what happened mm-hmm. with the song. Because I was the one working on the song the whole time and then Busy just gave it to somebody mm-hmm. else. But, you know, it's just part of music. Like, me and Busy done a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Even big songs I have with Busy. You know? Yeah. So... I could never be ungrateful at the same time. Right. 
basically, this is when a lot of stuff is popping up. This is when, when did you link with Vibes Cartel then? Uh, honestly, I did I was in the Vibes Cartel. Mm-hmm. Um, from when I was a little youth, because, you know, coming up in the game, I was also a TV star. I was working, um, I was on TV. I was always on TV in Jamaica. Doing, from doing RE TV. From, RE, from the inception. Yeah. I was on TV. All right, doing, doing TV, I, was, I, I had a nine to five at the mm-hmm. time, working at a computer place in New Kingston. Mm-hmm. And I had to quit that to do RE TV because I was, I was so busy doing the TV. I had to stop doing the nine to five because nine to five wasn't really generating anything. Mm-hmm. And the TV thing was blowing up big. I was getting paid. So, you know, mm-hmm. I just quit that job right now. And um, I just started doing the TV thing. So that helped me with everything that I was doing mm-hmm. because it made me a popular figure in Jamaica. You know, I could just walk in Africa and everybody knew, oh, that's super hype. Even now. Mm-hmm. It's from RETV. That's what gave you the real Jamaica. The real push, yeah, because, yeah. you know, I was doing, I was producing, mm-hmm. I was doing, doing my little artist thing. I was doing my little sound thing, you know, I was doing that thing. And then, you know, here comes TV, mm-hmm. you know, like, psh, it's crazy. Right there. And that's how you connected with Cartel through RETV time? Yeah, because I was, uh, I interviewed him more than once and I always loved his music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once I, once I link up and I used to go to all the students, so I already met him. So getting him to do an interview was like mm-hmm. one, two, three, because... I was already linking with the DJ. You understand me? I was doing Moita Mondays. Yes. At the time, you know, I used to, you know, I turned that event into a red carpet event. I had all the artists curated in one venue every Monday, mm-hmm. every top artist in Jamaica, all of them. I had them there every Monday, red carpet event. Hmm. You see me? Yeah, so even that, that's another way I was linking with Cartel. Mm-hmm. And I even produced a track with him. So we were we were linking from a long time. And then the TV thing just made it even, made us connect even more because I was doing the interviews with him now. Mm-hmm. You understand? Then I started at a TV show called The Remix Show where I had Cartel and Bling Dog and all the guys, um, Wayne Marshall, all of them DJ on, on like two, three rhythms in the studio. Yeah. Then I went back in the studio and I remixed the rhythms that they voiced on. So if they voiced on... Uh, mad answer with him. Yeah. When them hear it back, them hear Busta. And they're like, bro. And they will post back the video on the TV. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the TV, I hear my DJ from Busta with him, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm in the studio, I DJ like everything good from Busta with him, you know. But it was, but it was, but it's mad answer me to do the song pan mm-hmm. in the studio. So it was, it, you know, I was doing some crazy stuff, brother. Yeah. Like, it, you know, you, you know, say so you're not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody asks these questions and know this these, you know, intricate details mm-hmm. of my life coming up in the music game. My job, this is my job here. First of all, I respect what you've done in the business. You know what I mean? Plus, if I'm going to have you sit in this chair, I must know something so we could have a real conversation instead of, what are you doing five years from now? Oh, yeah, Toronto's nice. No, man, let's, if we're going to sit down and talk, let's talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I it's respect true. what you've done in this industry. Straight. You understand. Carter, what was the what was the first song you produced? I know you produced music and you also recorded a song with him also. Two songs with him. Yeah, I think it was a hypertension with him. Mm-hmm. Hypertension with him. Where I think I produced Cartel and the Highlanders. 
would and and the Highlanders. So yeah. this was before he really broke out as cartel that time there, because Highlanders yeah. was a group that he was a was he a part of Highlanders or that no, was his he group was, that was his Gaza. group. Yeah. Like it was his artist. Mm-hmm. So at the time when he finally voiced me, he was like, "Yo, I need to voice my artist, mm-hmm. voice Highlanders." That's how I know all of those people. Like you know, I think it, the Highlanders was a combination of Marital and um. What's his name? Um, name uncle or girl? Remember the artist there? Um, <laughs> you remember that artist Which one from Gaza? Him did sing about him give me, him give me uncle or girl and everybody. He never a big tune about him. I don't remember his Who name, but um, not, not Deva Brat. Yeah, him Deva. So I think it was a combination of um, the Marital and Deva Brat, and you know that was Highlanders. I think I'm not sure, but Black in the Day. Mm-hmm. My goodness. So yeah, it's from them time there, bro. Yeah. My link with DJ. Because I know it was riding dirty is what you did. You did that song with him. Yes. And you did um the other one, um, was it strong? No, no, no. What's the other song called again? Yeah, we have many me do a couple remixes. Even more for Adam, we do some Who? remixes with That was the other song. Who? Yeah. That you did with him, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. More for no, more for no, more for no, up down, more for no, more for no, more. Yeah, man. Me and him have big tune for the inspector rhythm and them thing there. Mm-hmm. And a couple of remixes that they put out with Cartel and Movado. Like Movado's first girl song is me, put it out. And these girls you did pushing hood. I smashed with him, that brother. Don't you wind with him. That's that the was on the smash. That's the first girl song or girl song with Movado ever yeah. vice. And um, he did have a, a next girl song about Baby girl Yes He's a hip hop rhythm with mm-hmm. the voice like a R&B rhythm Yeah And him they put it out on the mixtape as the last track, the bonus track mm-hmm. Yeah Them two tune there was the first time he make him, him try out for like doing a song like the girl t- Instead of the gangster Remember, It was all about my tune you know? Yeah Yeah so Basically, my thing stomping on music, you know, like I've I, I been there for foundation for enough of the artists them right now where, you know, mm-hmm. look on all I do on there right now. Me must say my name, I do not call and boss, you know. I'm busy, you know. What do you mean? Me, my, me, I'm busy, name, I'm call, you know. I'm so, boss, you know. So you were part of, okay, yes, it makes sense. You so, so you, yes, so you were part of the I don't know. Busy war, but you were on no, the No, I was side. not part of the war. You weren't part? No, I'm a love I don't know. Yeah. Sheldon, <laughs> I'm an artist. But listen, at the time, my mother part busy. Mm-hmm. So I can't go around Sheldon like that. You understand? Mm-hmm. I remember him coming with this song and said, he, he put a scooter bike, shoot two pipes. Mm-hmm. Busy for a scooter bike. You remember that? <laughs> listen to me. Mm-hmm. You want boss? That song is what boss when I don't ask that what that was a song was start flatten dance hall. Yeah. And right. I was the one who went in the parties. And when him when my name called and him said, You want super super high for us? I was the one that was pulling it up. I was the one that was wheeling it up at the parties. Yeah. I was the one that was wheeling. Yo, put up that. Is it me cause you know me hear my song not my name in a dance hall song? Mm-hmm. I say, no. Yeah, me get excited. Mm-hmm. We say, yo, the most common name. What? Isn't it? It's just energy. Listen, you brought up one of your greatest accomplishments to date. All mm-hmm. right? 
Smash Rhythm. Mm, All right. Smash Rhythm. Tell me how you even came up with Rhythm first before we even get into the songs. Um, Carnival. I went to Carnival. I was doing, I was hosting for RETV. Mm-hmm. No, was it Hype TV? Oh, listen, I've been working at Ari and Hype TV for the last <laughs> 20 years of my life. So I don't even remember. <laughs> um, I don't remember which one of my time. I, was, I think it was Ari TV. Huh? Mm-hmm. And I was interviewing people at Carnival. And I heard this rhythm. And the snares, the snares in the rhythm. Yo, yeah. crazy. And I set up a bridging at the time. And the cameraman, I said, yo. If a dancehall rhythm ever had this kind of snares in there, it would be so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be craziness. And I called Jack Neil Randall, and I called Craig Marsh. Mm-hmm. So, Jack Neil, everybody called him Jack. They know Craig Marsh is Serrani. Called the two of them, I'm going to put them in the studio, I'm going to give them an idea, because I had the whole rhythm in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave them the idea. I think a little youth named Bunker was there too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Um, I think another youth they, I was there too. A little youth named Petty. <laughs> so all of these people, like, they were there the day when I was coming up with the rhythm. And I gave them an idea. Um, so I wanted like an orchestra thing and I wanted the snares. I wanted it to be like a... <clears throat> like... Yeah. Dance hall and and then you know and then Serrani you now Serrani, I think Serrani Serrani if either Serrani or Jack Neil find the bass mm-hmm. and pass smash with the man can you know the bass go yo brother crazy mm-hmm. it, it was just a masterpiece brother when we do that that day there I don't know what kind of weed me born that day there but that's pretty nice car. Everything was just perfect, bro. Mm-hmm. The rhythm just is a masterpiece. Like before the rhythm even done run out good, you know. Cause I think it's all Jack Neil keyboard it making her. That's the big hype. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Jack Neil keyboard rhythm making her. Hmm. Um when Jack Neil bunks it the day, remember says just a little snippet to have one like one minute hand, you know. Brother, the month has sung voice. My start voice the same day, you know. Who was who was the first person you voiced on the rhythm? When I like Tia. I think it was Tio K. Tio K. Turbulence. Tio K. Turbulence. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Alien. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. And then. The rhythm just blow up mm-hmm. vibes. Um, who else voice? Yo, the rhythm just got crazy after that. Bro. Elephant. Um, so there was enough people. There was enough people on the rhythm. Yeah, man. I only, yo, about sixteen mm-hmm. songs, you know, man. Because it's about the, what Rick gets. Okay, well, the Dutty Wine is number one, and then there's like two or three songs you'd hear after. You'd hear the. Elaine, yeah, you'd hear the busy, and there's one more that you would hear in that when they're juggling that rhythm there. But I didn't realize there were so many songs on the rhythm. Yeah, man, Alien sang boss. 
Busy song boss, vibes cartel song boss. Mm. It's a cartel is the third one. Yes. Uh, boss. Yes. And, uh, yes. and then Dotty Wine. Mm-hmm. Dotty Wine commandos flatten the whole place. Okay, so then take your time with this story now. How did you link with Mataran to even voice Dotty Wine? Because did he have his big songs before that? Or was he really voicing songs before Dotty Wine? No, Mataran dubbed them. It's me and Karim used to mix them. Mm-hmm. So, Matan is the first person who met me even see US. Yeah. And Canadian money. <laughs> Matan was the one who come out of the studio and say, yo, mix them dub for me. Because mm-hmm. he, he, he get dub all day you now. So, he was just father of the studio. He said, mix them dub for me. Mm-hmm. And him, he's, him, him the H, the money get US. Mm-hmm. He's me, and as a liquor youth, you get paid at US to mix a dub. Come on, bro. Yeah. But where I live good. You me? So, Matan was the daddy. Matan is a daddy. Mm-hmm. You get me? So, Matan, now him have me and Karim mix it double them. And then, once we mix it now, regular, him come back and him say, Come, more you punch out the rhythm, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Punch out the rhythm, yes, sir. Give him back the rhythm, yes, sir. Cut out the whole rhythm, yes, sir. Make a cappella. Then, drop back the rhythm, yes, sir. Really, really. Matan had so many ideas, bro. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yo, change the rhythm, yes, sir. Like, he. He, he was like, yo, Mataran crazy with it, bro. He had so many ideas. Mm-hmm. And Kareem and I were just the ones to execute anything that Mataran thought up in that brain of his. Because mm-hmm. he had all the acapellas, he had all, and we had all the rhythms, the computers, the programs, the, everything. So we were just doing the do. It was a good partnership. He had yes. the links. You knew how to do it, so it just worked right. for so everybody. So he actually played a, 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 a role in teaching me mm-hmm. how to you know mix dubs songs mm-hmm. just you know putting out music out there because he knew what the crowd wanted and he knew how to execute so he just tell us what to do and we just do it the way it do matter i never really he wasn't a computer savvy person mm-hmm. he is now he knew what was in his mind. Yes. He just needed somebody that could deliver on what right. he had in his mind. Which which was the same thing when I was doing mm-hmm. Dotty Wine with him. Mm-hmm. It, it was in my head. Yeah. And then I, those guys executed it because I knew Serrani could build. I knew Serrani was on, he was good at making happy rhythms. Yeah. Because from I heard that Seika, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this guy known to make the happy rhythm them. They have the sounds. Mm-hmm. You know? And then Jack Neal, I believe in Jack Neal. So I knew that linking up with two of them, it would be like, the masterpiece is done. Mm-hmm. And so I said, so done. You get me? And then now this. Mm-hmm. So Dutty Wine, how did you guys come up with this song here? Now? This is a monumental... Listen, you know how many artists in their career wish they had a song like Dutty Wine? Um, Mataran used to play in Mobe a lot. Mm-hmm. And he used to play at enough of the, the skin out event them, where the girl them chuck off at the building the Dutty Fridays and yeah. those type of stuff there. That yeah. was Mataran like uh, vibes. Mm-hmm. Like he used to play enough of those things. So him come up here, I I think he saw that the girls had a new dance. Mm-hmm. And every time him go there and him play the tune him and him say, yo man, I have to build a tune for this. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. So so Mataran know him 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 build the tune now. But Mataran had all the equipment at his house. Mm-hmm. So he literally build the tune piece piece. At him yard, advise himself little little. Till him had the tune, then he said, Super, listen this. Mm-hmm. When me hear it, I said, Bomba, Clad, dog, this mad. 
by the by the by the same night, you know. Mm -hmm. Him say, yo, me I go mobile tonight. That's why I make sure I done it. And him go mobile, you know, play the song, mm -hmm. get the video and the audio. Cause they, you know them telling me to read that much video audio we are watching. For sure. <laughs> audio we are listening, so mm -hmm. we listen about the audio and we see the video. When you see the way the girl them crowd round mm -hmm. and the way the the place mash up, you say to yourself, the song just vice since night. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Then me comes to know, and I don't know where I went. Mm -hmm. Two night no, two nights after that. Cause I said that was the the, the, the Saturday. Mm -hmm. The Monday me there Susie's, you know. Or no, like the Saturday night me play somewhere too. I'ma drop it. Same effect. The, the, the one girl started going crazy and all the girls crowd on until it was just like the whole dance just around one girl. And then all the girls them start doing like, you know, start a competition now. Mm -hmm. Who can do it the best? And then it happened on Monday, the Tuesday. Everywhere we go, this was the effect. Everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. So we said, no, so this shit viral now. Everywhere we go, the same thing. All them girls <laughs> trying to break their necks. Like, what the fuck? They're trying to swing the shit out of their neck. Mm -hmm. Bro, all the girls them start get here do now for swing. Every girl start get a here do now so when that's why I play them can't swing. Mm -hmm. Yo, brother. So them time the matter and super hot, that's why and super hot, everything I go on. You know, I buy my first car. I buy, buy my first Apple mm -hmm. laptop. No we more, change game. no more, no more skeleton of a computer. No, we mm -hmm. change the game now. Mm -hmm. We have we have screen now, monitor. You understand? We have we have monitor box in other place. Mm -hmm. Pretty microphone. You understand? Microphone not catch by nothing now. You know, microphone up on mic stand and we we call us up now with the mic going uh, The um the the um the the, the, the housing boom. The, the, that thing the, the surrounds yes. Thing. Yo. The thing bossing over there. <laughs> How did the industry start to treat you now that you came up with this now? You and Matron have this surprise mega hit. It was it was good vibes everywhere, bro. I was always I was always a people person. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I love DJs, I love music, I love artists, I love everything about music. So mm -hmm. I was always a people person. If you notice, i I don't have beef with people. Mm-hmm. There's never an issue where you hear, oh man, the super and that guy worrying. No. I don't I don't live my life like that. Okay, if we're gonna be a hundred percent honest, the only time I heard you in problems was because of the same song here, Dutty Wine. You and Mataran, I don't know what happened with you and Mataran because of the business part. What, oh, what happened? No. You see, Mataran had some people around him mm -hmm. that they were just trying to exclude me from the business. You understand me? Mm -hmm. So basically, Matarani is getting money. I'm spending on him. Like, I did his video about all the plane tickets he asked before. He said he wanted money for clothes. I gave him. I was trading him the money. He said, yo, I need to do this. I need to do that. Everything he wanted, I gave him. Mm -hmm. You understand me? And at the end of the day, he's like, you know the thing. You give them an inch, they want a mile. So he was like, yo, super, I get rich. We need more money. Mm -hmm. So then now, they might try to do a deal now without me, excluding me as a producer with him and Serrani and some label. So I was like, hell no. Mm -hmm. 
So before they could have blinked, I just I signed a contract fast. I was like, yo, I even I even do history in the business. Mm-hmm. I signed two contracts at once. What do you mean? Explain. Like I put out a track mm-hmm. with two different labels at once. Okay. So that's history. Yeah. Because normally you put it on one label, they're like, yo, that label can't put it out. Yeah, it's usually licensed exclusively to yeah. one label. So I did it at one time. Mm-hmm. Like if I was faxing somebody, I faxed it to them at 12.03. Yeah. <laughs> so you told them get it same time, send back same time, approved, everything stamped same time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, bingo. Mm-hmm. You know, I did it. Like, I made it happen. And everybody was like, yo, what can I work in the, you know, but hey, I did it. Mm-hmm. And I shoot the biggest music video, it's animation video. It, it was the first of its, it, its kind. I did, I created history in music and dance hall and reggae music, everything. Do I've you never gotten understand? any respect for it, but I didn't do it to get anybody's respect. I did it because I wanted to be different. Mm-hmm. You understand? Do you really understand the business of the music business at that time when that song came out? I wouldn't say at 100%, no. Mm-hmm. But I was doing the business on a major level. Mm-hmm. You understand? So basically, at that time, I think they just wanted to, you know, whatever money I get, they just wanted me to split it with them. Mm-hmm. When that would have been unfair because they want this, they want this done, they want that done, they want this done. But at the same time, if I had split the money, they would still want all those things done, leaving me with zero, mm-hmm. which it would have excluded me from being the producer. You understand I me? Mean? So I would be married him, but they produce a song on it. So yeah, they would just be giving me like a little percentage of whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have control over my product. Mm-hmm. So of course we would have been at odds, bro. Any producer and any artist would have been at odds. Mm-hmm. You understand know I me? Mean? Especially when you get such a massive hit. It almost came yeah. out of nowhere. So yeah, I signed a messed up deal, mm-hmm. but I also created history. In, in the deal signing thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before before we even leave that situation. Nobody has done what I did. Yeah. And it hasn't been done after. What was wrong with the deal that you signed? What was it that you didn't like about that deal? Honestly, mm-hmm. it was a deal with VP that didn't really give me much choice or argument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand me? So basically, I signed a deal where they, where they, 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 they had me by my testicles, <laughs> and it's like they, they, you know, they had the upper hand. Mm-hmm. So it's not until years after where I could go in and talk with them, and we could, you know, edit this contract and decide when we could end it, or mm-hmm. because when I signed it at the time. It was messed up. I couldn't, I had no, I had to wait mm-hmm. six years, I believe, or seven years before I could make a adjustment or change it mm-hmm. to what, to anything of my liking. You understand? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did sign a messed up contract at the time. Mm-hmm. As I look at youth, I was just trying to get paid. And if I didn't sign it quickly, I would have been excluded as a producer. 
You understand me? Mm-hmm. Because they never understand themselves neither. Them just want boss. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And them just say a big label and I say, yeah, I'm ready. I have my pen right now. Send the paper come inside. You understand me? Mm-hmm. But that would have that would have killed me as a producer and done my energy. Mm-hmm. Right there. It's just one of those things with the business, because a lot of times, again, you guys are in the studio fooling around, you don't really get it. Of and course. And something like that just and pops up. Bro, and unity strength, brother, mm-hmm. is is a result of the energy where we where we have over the years together mm-hmm. as as friends. You understand me? Because um Jack Neal, Sarani, my real friends. Yeah. Mataran, my real friend. So at the time when 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 the thing came together, it was a result of us coming together, putting that rhythm together as friends. And um then Mataran, the energy in finding biggest girl song. On super rhythm. You understand? It's like that's just God right there. And and then like if if I was to talk some things, bro, like, you know, but I, I wouldn't do that. Because it's that would be like spilled milk. Yeah. Like I see all these people doing that stuff on the internet. Like they're bringing up stuff from ten years ago. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, we already got over that ten years ago. Right. You know, to right now. The only thing we have right now is is love, mm-hmm. you know, and respect. Like, you understand me? Right. We're not trying to bring up the whole thing right now. So you get me? So, of course, I love I love when people ask questions. I love the whole vibe where you're trying to find out everything where the music comes from. But I don't really do the, the spill milk thing. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, so I just say, God, uh, things right. happen. We're young. All we did young at the time. Everybody want, everybody want, you know, the stardom, the money, the fame, the thing. Everybody working, everybody love music. We don't want to be just doing it in vain. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So everybody just want what they want. And there's nothing wrong with that for anybody yeah. who is doing music at any given time. You get me? Strickage. You got to be hungry. How are you going to make it, bro? And keep on keeping on. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Fox. and... Ching, when do you link up with Ch- Ching Ching? Ching is like how ch- the situation is like quite busy. Ching is just a, a youth I'm see in the street and mother's check for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mother's sit here, like, yo, this guy, you know, he's a great artist, you know, in full of eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to go to Pasa Pasa and tell the ladies, I got diamonds and pearls for all these girls. You understand? That type of thing. And he mm-hmm. rolled out in red carpet and. From those times I was following Ching. Mm-hmm. And then the first video that I was paid for with Busy that I sponsored. Mm-hmm. When the first first video I ever put out, I'd like to say You understand me? Yeah. Yeah. It's me sponsored that bro. Mm-hmm. And you know, look at um Um it's, it's, it wasn't even my production at the time. I just love Busy. Mm-hmm. You understand me? So at the time we did that. And I was excited about it. I put Ching in the video. You understand me? Mm-hmm. Like at the time, I just rate him talent from them times of pouring, from Red Carpet and the, you know, Cubic Zircona days. Mm-hmm. Them times before we start, we were Vivius and the thing them. You understand? Yeah. yeah. So it's from then. them times I rate Ching. And then Ching, you know, Ching blow up big and Ching never forget the grassroots. Mm. Ching always says super. 
That's why I come always say ching. It's the same thing when I always say busy, I always say Matern, mm-hmm. I always say Kareem, Jazzy, Delano. Yeah. You understand? Those are my people. It's one link. Mm-hmm. You know what Straight. I mean? Same as a destiny. Mm. I'ma tell all the girls, shake on the breast for me. Hey! Because you got a big song with Yu Ching and uh, Munga. Yeah, Security. Man. Yes, yes. You know the thing, Munga and my, my artist the same way. Mm-hmm. I was responsible for uh, Munga. Mung, Munga had a, had, a, had a slight downtime. Mm-hmm. And right at that moment was when I had a new rhythm I make in the studio. Mm-hmm. And Fambo find a wicked song on it. So him find the swag tune. Yes. Then I link Cartel. Mm-hmm. Cartel voice on the rhythm. A, a wicked girl song, and then Carter say, Yo, I want Papi Pan it, you know. Come meet Papi. And them time I meet Popcorn, you know. I'm going to say, Yo, Papi. Because them time I'm a big Popcorn fan. I actually meet him now. I meet nothing. I already know not nice, but now I actually get to party not nice on Popcorn mm-hmm. and Cartel. So them, the, two of them voice on the rhythm now. So now I had Popcorn, Cartel, Fambo. And then Munga was walking in the studio. I was like, Yo, mm-hmm. that's my song, you know. And I was like, girls, them send me jeans, them send me jeans, them shot. And the place house comes out. And the place house flattened. Mm-hmm. And that was Munga being a breakthrough artist that year. Because, as I said, he had a little downtime. And then as soon as the man voice on the rhythm, mm-hmm. he was on in the whole street. Even Egyptian found a wicked song on the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like that rhythm bust like, well, 10 song car. Quick cook too. Quick cook bust off on the rhythm too. Yes. Quick yes. cook the bust off on the rhythm too. Um... At that time, it was playing at Limelight. Limelight mm-hmm. was uh, like the only space, the after party spot. Mm-hmm. And all the big events was keeping there. All the street parties, all the weekly events was at Limelight. Mm-hmm. Is it me? So, yeah. So, at that time is when the big tune, the very big tune, the fine panel rhythm there. Superstar rhythm was a history rhythm to light dirty wine. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, people don't really get credit, they don't get glory. But guess what, guys? Uptown story. Thank you for it. Yeah. You know the thing? <laughs> that one and another solo one, big one you got too was um Shagan. Oh gosh. Yeah. That was that that Justice Rhythm Overproof. That was the rhythm Eat and I'm Need Security was what um made me get to tour Europe because I had a big fan base over there saying security, like it was mm-hmm. big, it was super, it was huge. Um even now, right now. And um let's not forget, I'm a need security is Chimney Records first hit. That's your first one. That's their first hit. Mm-hmm. Chimney Records. Yeah. So, enough people, you know, it's like people don't talk about certain things, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think we're here? My, my, I think my job is to try to talk to as much people in the music business because you'd hear one song, but there's like 50 stories and 50 different people attached to this one song. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has a story to tell. So then that's why I like to sit down with people and really get into the details of how yes. this music and all of these things, how they came up. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. People want to know where everything mm-hmm. came from. Um you you pretty much covered a lot. Um, let me see. You covered where I find my slangs. Mm-hmm. You covered where I found the songs. You covered where I got myself into production. Mm-hmm. Then you covered where I got a hit song. Then you covered where I got another hit rhythm. Another and you know other things going into other stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what else is there? Shigana, I need security. Those are my big tunes. Mm -hmm. Those are my big tunes. Like even now, I go certain places. Be Those are the songs I have to do. Mm -hmm. Like even the new songs, I have to do them after. Because you know, people are like, "Yo, psh, you, we need to hear the songs that we know." Yeah, you get me? Shigan boss. It's a and it's a real nice flow to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even toast with him. Have a big up coffee. Mm -hmm. psh, I tore on that song. Yes, you had to remix. Because you're a man, you, you put on out a remix. lot of those remixes Bro, stuff. Bro, I tore yeah. on that remix, yeah. right, doing that remix. That remix bus in Italy and um, Barcelona, mm -hmm. and maybe like 2019, and I was over there. Every club, every club was just like, <laughs> for them play coffee, them are wait for you the tune. Mm -hmm. I left breast fall, I'm a right hand. Yo, done. I just saw you go more time. I just do some remixes and them just bust, bro. And they take on from there. Yeah. Because even in that whole mixture, I remember there's a next set of a group of DJs that came out that they don't get a lot of credit, but they were wrong. And I think you were linking with them too, Raz and Biggie. This was early Uptown times. Yeah, man. Raz and Biggie, um, I was actually one of them responsible for introducing them to the party scene. Okay. Yeah, when I ask Christ, mm -hmm. I tell you, um, big up yourself, Ross, big up yourself, Biggie. Biggie, I'd B B Biggie, I, I went to Biggie every week mm -hmm. at his house. Biggie got his turntables and whatever, and his mixer. I sat down and I, I the same thing that Adlai taught me, mm -hmm. I sat down with Biggie and I, I, and I gave him the same knowledge I got. I showed him how to mix on the vinyl. Mm -hmm. I showed him how to find a point to mix the tune and... I, I taught him the whole game from scratch, bro. Mm -hmm. Then I took him to UTEC and I put him in front of the crowd and I was like, yo, this is your practical now. Mm -hmm. You've had the lessons indoor for all these months. Go this on. time, you, yeah, go on now. Then mm -hmm. I saw me. And I, that's how Raz Amigi started. Mm -hmm. From there, because even Raz got that kind Raz of style very, that you have. That yeah, Raz is very computer, like, you know, I'm, I'm good at the computer. Mm -hmm. he, Raz was one of them who even showed me a few things in some of the programs that we use even now. Okay. You know, because he, he mastered them quicker than me, you know. Mm -hmm. But Raz wasn't really the outspoken type until that time. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because if you notice, after a while, mm -hmm. is um, Raz was doing the mixing and Biggie was doing the talking. And then and then Razos do the talking and yeah. do the, and then Biggie do the mixing. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. these guys, I tell them. Whatever happened to them? They I guess that to me them kinda grow apart. Mm -hmm. Biggie Biggie doing his own thing now as a big one. He's on a radio station and he's and he's doing reggae more roots rock thing. Okay. And Raz, I, I don't even know I think Raz I don't even know if Raz I don't think Raz I think Raz is even fine now. I don't mm -hmm. think he does in Jamaica. Raz and Biggie, that was that whole uptown movement there, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. I know you're also a DJ on Sundance. No. Sun City. Bergs. I know you're also a DJ on Sun City. Yeah, man. How did you get to Sun City? Because remember, listen, Hype TV, RETV, producing, DJing, all this stuff. How do you now say, okay, let me go try out the radio now? Honestly, it wasn't something that I, I, I was trying to do. But the 
they they came to my weekly mm-hmm. event, Sexy Tuesday, mm-hmm. and they gave me some support. Um, a couple of times, you know, and you know it was it was a pleasure mm-hmm. to have people from you know of that caliber at my street event mm-hmm. just come to hold a vibe because them like the whole sexy Tuesday thing, mm-hmm. and they were impressed and they came back and they really enjoyed the vibe and um, bossing me one day and say hey. Next week, Tuesday, I went come early, I will chat. Mm-hmm. And he did, he kept his word, he came early next Tuesday while my other bridge was playing. And we sat and we talked for like two hours. And, you know, he was like, yo, I want to give my radio station like an energy on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the way you mix and the way you do your thing. I, I, I want some of that energy. Mm-hmm. But I know during the week it's a little rough for you. And re, 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 re. But if, but it's really doing, if you want to start in the week, you can. And I said to him, nah, I can't. Like the week thing, pressure in, bro. Because, you know, I'm out in the nights, at mm-hmm. nights. So, we start a Saturday thing. And since that, I mean, it's, to me, it's the, it, he has a huge listenership on the on the weekends now. Mm-hmm. Like, as you wake up in the morning, boom, yeah. it's crazy. Like I've been doing it for maybe six years now. So That's how long you've been over there now? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just take a little break. Mm-hmm. You know, the Toronto for a little. Um last year I was in Dubai, I was in Tanzania. I seen Tanzania. I did a yeah. I did a little vibe, you know, so I didn't get any dates in Dubai, I was just there. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I played in Tanzania a couple of times. And they they even come back today mm-hmm. trying to book me. So I know before the year is out, I'm going to be back in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's a good look. Mm-hmm. So I give thanks for that. You're a busy person. As I said, DJ, selector, producer, radio, TV, and all this. Where do you really feel the most fulfilled as super hype? What is something that you do that say, this is where is my special place right here? Oh, you mean like, out of all the things that Out I do? Out of everything that you do, something that you, this is your real heart and soul. Honestly, um, just just being in the studio is a, a love of mine. Mm-hmm. Even now, I'm the engineer, the artist and everything. I do, I do I'm do. i a one-man show, like in the studio. I do everything. Mm-hmm. You get me? I do the voicing, I do the mixing, I do the mastering. I do, I'm a one-man show, but, you know, I really love playing music, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it gets my mind, like I'll be upset about a million things mm-hmm. and I'll have a booking tomorrow. When I, once I go around the sound, I don't even remember, mm-hmm. say the light bill, hi. <laughs> you understand me? I don't even yeah. remember, say, yo, I've paid a school fee there. Mm-hmm. just, feel an energy and a vibe and I just want to release it and you know I love doing it with people mm-hmm. you know with the people the crowd and the vibe and you know that's my energy like I just love people creating something in the studio and then seeing how people react to it in real time in real life yes you know what I mean? and it, it's so crazy because when I get home I close all my windows mm-hmm. Like, I don't even want to 
Like sometimes I don't even want to breathe. Yeah. I just want to sleep. No noise. I don't want to hear any noise. I just home. I just mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. You know, but when I'm in the when I'm in the streets, once I'm around music, I get a whole like I could be sleepy, bro. Yeah. I mean just put me in a party and the speaker there they are thump. I may have a drink. May have a vibe. <laughs> Ready. You know? It's the music. Yeah, music drives me. And my daughters telling me that they're my boss mm. and I have to listen to everything that I have to say. Okay, mm. I'll do it. That's one is one is seven, one is five. Yeah. You know? One is nineteen. Mm-hmm. They tell me they tell me how how and what to do and when to do. <laughs> you're the boss. Yeah, they, yeah, they're you're the boss. It. Yeah. Got two more for you before I get you out of here. I know right now, 2023, you have on a new song with Macadamia. Yeah, blah. blah. All right. How did you guys even connect? Because I didn't you guys do music before? Yeah, me and Maka, we do music before. Mm-hmm. How um, you guys came up with this one here now? Well, we've been to Costa Rica like three or four times in Maka. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we link with the producers over there, we link with promoters, people, everybody. And they're constantly, they're always linking with us. And um, one producer, he had an idea for Maka, um, and he's been linking her for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And Maka is like, yo, you know, super, I've been wanting to do this. And, you know, I just I just say, yo, Maka, let's go. Stop saying you want to do it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I set up a studio in a hotel room. Um, I was like, yo, you want to do it today? She was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. And we, I think it's Rochester, and we just did it. We were in New York, and we just did it. And then um, afterwards, we left. I went to another studio. We actually, we did the voicing properly because mm-hmm. we just did a little mock-up version. So, you know, went to a big studio and then we did a real version. Mm-hmm. I was sent it to the producer and he was like, Yo, I love it. And, really. and since that is just gas from there, mm-hmm. like the Spanish, them love it. Blop, blop. And you want me to get a joke? The Jamaican girls love it too. Like, because it's, it's so exciting. And mm-hmm. it, it, in, instead of saying slap, or twerk, mm-hmm. or shake your ass, blop. You know, it's like, yo, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe, bro. Even me say a girl right now, I say, yo, mom, blop her. You see me? <laughs> it's a vibe, bro. This is another one of these things that you came up with in your mind again. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Me. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's a vibe, bro. You know the thing. Big up doing Canel right now. You know, man, one of the ambassadors for the clothing line. Mm-hmm. Also, I, high life, big up yourself. Italy, out of Italy, you see me? I tell you, my Italy mm-hmm. connection is very strong, bro. You know the thing, I'm Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right there. You've done so much in the business, as I said, from production to sound to um, weekly events to everything, radio, TV, and all this. Do you think somebody like you, super hype, really gets the respect out of the business that people should really give you or you deserve or anything like that? Never. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten it. Why, why do you think so? It's just people. But I was never doing it for people's approval or respect or them nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all from right here. Like, I, I just love it. Bro, when I was when I was a little guy, mm-hmm. little boy, let's go, you know, Jamaica's a born guy. Mm-hmm. When I was a little boy, mm-hmm. I used to teeth out and go to the New Year's dance 
on the Christmas night dance. When my parents drop asleep, mm-hmm. me a thief out of the house. Dog, you know me love it, you know. Cause my house have alarm, you know. So you know me have to sneak and me have to put the code on silent. Yeah. Me have to learn how to put the, the keypad on silent. Rare, rare, get out of the house. Gone on the dance and come in before them wake up. You know what I mean? Come on, you love bro. It. You love it. Yes, bro. Mm-hmm. You know them things that dedication. <laughs> yeah, so mm-hmm. it's a long time, bro. Mm-hmm. We love it. We, we give it. We've given music like our heart and our soul. So, you know, whatever it gives back, we're just grateful. You know. You're happy. Yeah, we're grateful. 2023 what's next for super hype right now where can we see you what 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 else do you have in your bag of tricks well i have a new track out now with the axta called forever mm-hmm. so i need y'all to get in tune with that or stream it have a tune with diani also you understand because stream it the rhythm is called um <laughs> bro i have so many productions right now sky lounge yeah um, I have another rhythm called 70. Um, Sosa Geek from New York, a rapper. He just released his album. I'm on the album. Mm-hmm. The, the, the rhythm is called 70. The track is the track is with YD from Miami. So it's a big collab. Um, so check out Sosa Geek. His album is called Still Geeked. I, I believe it's track nine. Mm-hmm. So I produce it. So check it. You understand? So I'm doing some big things, bro. Um, this, as I said, the Sky Lounge rhythm with Diani and, um, you know, my boss, Yaksta. Mm-hmm. Go check it. Go stream it, people, please. And also, um, I, have a, I have some new things coming out. I have a new rhythm with John FX coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, look out this year. Before the year is done, I'll drop in something with Sean Paul. Um, okay. Peeps, also, I tried my best to drop something with Busy before the year done, too. So let's mm-hmm. let's stay with me. Um and you know I'm 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 honestly I'm based out of Jamaica and Toronto now for the next four years. I'm doing Toronto and Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So um honestly I'll be working with people in Toronto as well. Okay. So look out for me pushing out a Canadian Canadian artist soon. Yeah. You understand? Big. Yeah. Um What's the name of the new artist? Yo, you have, you have, it's so much of them, bro. Like since I've been here, I met a couple of them, mm-hmm. and um, they're doing well. Big up one done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the work he's doing. Yeah, him sound fresh. You know, he's working with WGR. You know, I would I would like to produce a song with um, one done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, Isos is is the Canadian dancehall artist. I would also like to produce something with Isos. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's just the game, bro. I'm playing the music, doing the production. And, you know, just like how I have my thing in Jamaica going on, mm-hmm. I've, I link up with Destiny over here and, I, and, I, and I'm doing the studio thing and the, and the music thing. Mm-hmm. So just look out for, you know. Busy. Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping myself very busy. Yeah. I'm doing some collab stuff. You know, I even planning to do a, my weekly event over here mm. for the summer. So, you know, peeps look out for Sexy Tuesday at Toronto. Yeah. You know? we got a, you, you dropped a lot of exclusives tonight. I got to really respect you for that. You know what I mean? Because, again, 
We see you in the streets. We see you all over the internet. We see you everywhere doing all, but we don't really get to sit down and hear the story of Super Hype. Yeah, true. You understand? That's true. Yeah. Uptown. Hmm. Yeah. If they want to check you out on social media, leave some stuff where they could check you out, book you, stream your music, all that stuff before I get um, you out of Yeah, I'm on Spotify. I know peeps is Super Hype. It's S-U-P-A-H-Y-P-E. Okay, it's Super Hype, U-P-T. And of course, uh... I'm on Instagram, Superhype, Real UPT. Also, Sun City, Superhype for the radio stuff. Um, Diamond League Sound is also my sound. I got I got a page on Instagram as well. I'm on Facebook as Steven Superhype Davis. Everybody know everybody knows I'm Steven, so you know how the thing is. But it's S U P A H Y P E. Um, YouTube, it's Superhype UPT again. So you don't know, Super Hype YouTube, Big Up Prime Inc. I'm I'm now a part of Prime Inc. Okay. So honestly, you can look out for some work with Prime Inc. coming out. This is the second rhythm that I dropped with them, Sky Lounge. Mm -hmm. It's the second production with them. The first one was Passport Rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it was it was the same collab. Um, you know, me and Prime Inc. and we just do some music. TJ was on Passport with him. Um, and then Sky Lounge. TJ is also on Sky Lounge. So, peeps, that's the call for the things. Stream them. Give me your vibes. And we have new songs out right now. Blap, blap. With me and Maka. Brand new tune out there right now. Big up Eclectic. All the way out to Costa Rica. You know the thing, peeps. Yeah, big up all Spanish. Fuego, fuego. You know the thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Arriba. You know the thing. Big up my artist, Paranoid, in a Florida. I want to make artists them. You know the thing. Yeah. So, big up Paranoid. You know the thing, peeps. I have a big up Pataskeng to Kaiser. I'm a new dancer. I'm a out of Jamaica now. You understand? Big up Pataskeng. Big up Kian Tired. You understand? Yeah. You're a man. People, you're in the streets. People. Yeah. On the streets. Yeah. Yeah. When you see me in Toronto, you know the thing. A destiny. Easy. Easily. You know the thing, peeps. But before we get out of here, I got to big up Fashion for making this happen. You understand? Fashion 100% oh, 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 made this happen. Made the call one time and say, yo, Super, say yo. Say less. Yeah, peeps, so want to learn. If you want to find Super, call Fashion. Mm -hmm. Call Destiny. You hear me say Destiny every day? Find them. Leave the contact number where they could get him. Um, Destiny. Which, which number? 647-533-8662. Six four seven five three three eight six six two eight six six two. Okay, peeps, link up destiny. Call me. Link up. You understand? If you can't find destiny, call Dwayne Connell. You understand? You can't find me. I'm not a hard. Hmm. But there. You understand, peeps? A one link. If you can't get none of them on them, two man them fly gonna Jamaica on vacation. You know, call Mosled. Just like that. Simple. Super. Chubby. Uptown. Maximum. You know this thing. Yeah, man, big up streets of Jamaica, streets of Toronto. Special delivery, we're there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Mad thing. Aye. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are. Yo, man, I keep my birthday to a Toronto, you know, so look out for that August 12th. All the way over in London. Over London, dun, 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 Ace. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com.